0: Please select your player.
1: New player Tim has joined the game.
0: それはメディア時間だ. Translation. It's Amelia time.
1: Australia's greatest
0: podcast. Said no person ever. Welcome, welcome to, to Another, another dungeon. dungeon. Hey, that was my line.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Another Dungeon podcast, episode 13. Uh, we're a bit short-staffed at the moment, so joining me this week is Amelia. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and, and just Amelia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I am your host, Tim, as mostly usual. <laughs> uh, I think I missed the last one, was E3?
2: Yes, the time I usurped you...
1: You did, but you didn't do a good enough (laughs) job to keep the host seat. It's
2: just the two of us now, so I feel like this is our duel for for (laughs) the seat or
1: something. Our duel for the hosting! (laughs) Um, This week we're going to talk about Gamescom, because that's happening at the moment, and there's a lot more to it than I thought, and there's some Gen Con, (laughs) no one's heard of it, I'm not quite sure what it is, I think Amelia's making it up, there's not much (laughs) reference to it on the internet. But apparently, it's the same sort of thing for board games.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that right? Yep. Are we right to you, make that, that comparison? Was
2: very, yes, very accurate. Good. <laughs>
1: Good. Well, I'm glad I could be accurate. So, do you want to start with um, the boring stuff? Gen Con. So, we'll talk about Gen Con. Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
2: not boring from my perspective i would love to go to gen con unlike you obviously
1: um what's that gen con what would i get for my thousand dollar ticket
2: heaps of board games that you could play and have fun with you could meet like-minded nerds you could play heaps of role-playing games demo them so
1: but i can do that at another dungeon board game day
2: <laughs> well not everybody's as privileged as you so, you know, That's true. I guess there must be people in America who... Anyway, <laughs> let me summarize. So, um, <laughs> so Gen Con <laughs> is a massive um, board game and tabletop convention that happens in Indianapolis every year. They had more attendees this year than they've ever had before, um, over 61,000. Um, so it's held over four days. And I have never been, but it looks to be for you Australians who have been to PAX. Basically the tabletop section of PAX, but times a billion. Um, All of the big board game providers... A billion? Yes, a billion.
1: Hang on, is that a fact? Yes. Is this an Amelia fact?
2: This is is Amelia fact number two, right after that attendees statistic. Um, (laughs) One billion
1: times bigger than PAX. Yeah.
2: You heard it here first. first. Um, So looking from some of the footage, it seems like the big companies like Fantasy Flight just bring all of the games, not only the ones they've released and are about to sell, but a lot of the ones they're demoing and um, kind of even some that are still in development for some of the companies, which is pretty cool. Um, So... If you want to read about everything that happened at Gen Con, I suggest you go to Reddit. There is a massive mega thread where people are talking about all the different games that they demoed. There's not just big companies there. There's a lot of indie developers who um, test their game at Gen Con, play test it, and this week on Kickstarter, there have been so many new Kickstarters go up because they go to Gen Con, they play test, then they get their Kickstarter going while there's still hype. So there's lots happening, and I cannot possibly talk about all of it, but the most exciting things that were... um, that I sort of heard about or read about, which I'll just say in brief, and then, and then whichever interest Tim we can talk about more, um, were... So this will be a short section. Yes, yes, I believe so. <laughs> um, so the three, uh, there were a few. So um, one of the coolest things I saw was the Portal board game, which is called Portal, the Uncooperative Cake Acquisition Game. Um, it's right, being published. That's a bit of a mouthful. Yes, it is. But I love it because it's so in keeping with the tone of the video game. Um, so it's not in any way like an emulation of the video game. It's just themed to Portal, and that game looked basically ready to go. So that was pretty exciting. There was. What do you
1: have to do though?
2: Um, so you all start with um, a little cake that's fully that's like full. You've got all your pieces of your cake, and then. Um, the board's made up of sort of hexes, hex-looking things that are like test chambers. You have a bunch of test subjects, and you have to sort of kill off everybody else's test subjects while keeping yours alive and keeping your cake intact to win. <laughs> um, that
1: sounds like a game I would like. Yes,
2: because you get to kill everyone else. Yay! <laughs> and I think it's kind of um, semi-cooperative because there's a little GLaDOS uh thing that moves around the board and sort of stuffs you up and um, in your turn uh, sort of the board changes over the course of the game so yeah, it looked really cool um, looked pretty different from anything I've ever played before
1: Is it just cashing in on a successful series?
2: I don't know because there's no need for them to do that really, I feel, and also apparently every copy of the game they're shipping you get a free download key for Portal 2 See, so
1: I disagree with the fact that I think they do need to do something like that. There's so many board games out there, and one way to get yourself recognised is to latch on to someone else's success.
2: That's true, that's true, but it's being published by um, CryptoZonic, who have a lot of, um, like, they're the ones doing the Ghostbuster game, like, they have a lot of cool licences already, and apparently Valve approached um, CryptoZonic to make this game, so they must have wanted to make one i don't know so if it was just Mel's for money or, well yeah maybe i don't know it looks pretty cool i'm okay with it being a cash in because it looks like a cool game um you even get in the in the box once you open the box the bottom part is the incinerator <laughs> and you get to put yeah other people's uh, test subjects in there i think when when they get incinerated. There a companion cube there is it's a little dice i think it looks like a dice so
1: you- you can throw the companion cube in the incinerator. Yes,
2: you certainly can fulfill Spoiler that one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so that was the Portal game. Um, then what else did we have? So there was a really short announcement for the Banner Saga board game. It was, I can't really find it, but it looks like they just must have played some sort of teaser trailer or something or just teased for it because there's absolutely no information about what that game is actually going to be like. Um, and the website is literally just a banner <laughs> that says, um, banner saga War Bands coming to Kickstarter soon. So not much there, but, I mean, if you've played the banner Saga, have you played it, Tim? Nah. No. Didn't expect it's that. Indie it's indie and it's, it's not, turn-based. It's not that indie. It's pretty it's successful. It's indie and it's,
1: and it's turn-based, so <laughs> two of my Least most hated favorite things. gaming things.
2: I didn't know yeah. you didn't like turn-based. Does that mean you don't like the XCOM video games?
1: Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, no. Okay. There are other elements that save that game, but <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought you liked XCOM, so you don't mind
1: uh, it? I haven't finished it. It didn't <laughs> grab me that much. Mm,
2: fair enough. Um, well, then you probably won't like this board game, But because I think what they'll probably do, like the Banner saga's already very much like a grid-based sort of combat system that could very easily be transferred into like a miniatures board game. So, like, uh, Crossmaster, that, um, the WAKFU one, or there's heaps of games like that. Maybe,
1: here's a conspiracy theory, maybe they made the video game to sell the board game. They initially wanted to make a board game, but they didn't know how to sell it. (laughs) So they made a video game. That
2: seems like a really expensive roundabout. I'm gonna call that the the banner conspiracy. (laughs) Bannergate. If you, if you
1: agree with me, join us on Facebook and we can discuss. (laughs)
2: We'll totally be tweeting about this afterwards. The Banner Conspiracy. It does sound like a good name for something. Maybe a maybe an EP? I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's. I don't know. It would be cool if they did something different with that. But it's probably just going to be like the Banner Saga game, but on a board. And I, I'm sort of hesitant to think that would be good. Because whenever a board game tries to emulate a video game, I feel like you're going to fall down a bit. Um, but you know.
1: Ah, so but you've already just complimented Portal.
2: Yeah, but they're not trying to emulate the gameplay of the video game. It's just uh, themed to the same. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. It doesn't. It's not anything. You know. It's it's cooperative game. It's totally different goal. But yeah, I don't know. So
1: and it will probably be expensive. If it's if it's a miniature one. Yeah, Yeah, I would say they're so. never cheap.
2: Yeah, the Portal one probably be like thirty to forty. But the Banner Saga one, I'd say, will be like. Seventy-ish, but you know, we'll see. I don't actually know. And with three D printing, it's not always so expensive anymore. Um, can Can you bear to hear about more board games, Tim? <laughs> you had another one, didn't you? I do. <laughs> um, so there was also, surprisingly, a um, Attack on Titan board game that was shown. It was also by Cryptosonic, and it was a very early version which is quite rare for a big publisher like them to sort of demo something that's that um early in development uh it looks kind of cool the term that they were using to describe it was a vertical board game because you've got like um a tower is that like jenga it's almost as good as jenga nothing's quite like jenga (laughs) i wish it was (laughs) but there is like a tower that all of your um, the meeples that represent you go on and then there's the titan which is kind of like a big cardboard cutout that has lots of different platforms on it and you have to so the titan tries to attack you and you have to defeat it is the basic concept but and it's all the attacks are done through cards and dice rolls Um, so the titan will have two attacks and you'll always know what one is but you won't know what the other one is and you move your meeples around on the titan in different spots to attack it which is kind of like I've never really seen anything like that before. So
1: so is the goal to get to the back of the neck?
2: I, I think so, yeah. Be- well, it seems like you can sort of do various attacks on it to sort of slow it down or prevent it destroying your tower. Um, but yeah, there's uh, they really didn't go into that much detail about how it works. Um, but yeah, the vertical thing had me really sort of interested... Um, that being said it's really early so it might totally change by the time it's released um, and the combat seems to be like push your luck style so like in zombie dice or something how you just keep rolling to see if you can get the rolls that you want um, yeah so I'm not really into Attack on Titan I have watched it um, but I found it extremely dark um,
1: there's no such thing
2: did you have you seen it at all
1: it's a, it's a fantastic series
2: Do you do watch it yes so I don't sell it read. to me <laughs> I just
1: wait till it comes I just wait till it comes on DVD I just love the um, what sold it to me was how creepy the Titans are mm. like they're just massive naked humanoids and they eat people with this dumb smile on their face with no remorse
2: yeah they are like uniquely terrifying they are really <laughs> really horrible mm. um, I do want to try watching it again because everybody I know loves it um, but the one time I tried to watch it with my housemates admittedly didn't watch it from the beginning just sort of sat down with them and um it was just like these military people just screaming at each other for like 10 minutes and then i was like okay i'm I'm gonna go watch something happier now um
1: maybe maybe you should watch from the start yes
2: that would probably improve things oh i can do a sweet uh slide into something else that i've been watching Did you know that there is a Witcher television show that was made, I think, in the 90s or early 2000s in Poland? No. It is as beautifully, like, wonderfully awful as that sounds. Like, it is a low... Was it
1: as bad as the um, Legend of Zelda cartoons? I
2: haven't seen those. Are they that bad?
1: (laughs) I've seen snippets and they look terrible.
2: (laughs) Well, like... This show looks so, like, B-grade and um, kind of, you know, just really hilariously tacky because, um, of, of course... An, Is
1: it live action?
2: Yeah, it's live action, and there's no uh-huh. CGI or anything. It's, like, all so just like, stuff. it's like
1: the Super Mario movies.
2: Kind of, but it's actually kind of good. I was really impressed. Oh. I, I downloaded it all basically so that I could watch it and laugh at it. Um, and I put on the first episode, and it's all in Polish, of course. There's no, um, there's no, dubbing, and um, you know, at first I was ripping it off, just sort of yelling at it, being like, "Oh, it's so dumb." But the first episode explores Geralt as a kid, and. It was actually really touching, and I by the end, like at the for the first ten minutes, I was just yelling at the screen, being an idiot, and by like thirty minutes in, I was like, oh, just like totally caught up in the suspense. So that's that's yeah, I, I can't believe it exists, but it does.
1: Sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, any release dates for any of these games at Gen Con? Or oh, oh just... hang
2: on, that was my segue into the Witcher tabletop role playing game, which was also released. Nah, we can we can <laughs> skip that. Well. Yeah, it's that's basically all there is to it, to the announcement at the moment. Um, release dates, uh, no, there's nothing, there wasn't anything that I saw. Um, as I said, Attack on Titan looks like it's a fair way away. Um, Banner Saga is having a Kickstarter coming soon. Portal, they didn't say, but the copy they had there looked complete, like the box art was done, all the pieces were done, so I would say we can expect that before the end of the year. The other thing that I saw was the Ghostbusters board game, the Kickstarter one, um, That is looks very close to being done apparently the backers are going to get that in October and everyone else is going to get that in November that looks really cool, like they've done an awesome job with that, which you would expect because they got backed apparently at like 1.5 million for a board all? game <laughs> so that's that's pretty crazy
1: Cool. You've just made Gen Con sound really exciting.
2: Thank you, Tim. What a lovely I, compliment. I, wanted,
1: I want to go and research it <laughs> so and find out if it is a billion times bigger than that. <laughs> um,
2: Excellent.
1: So, the other thing that's been going on, the actual exciting thing, <laughs> um, is Gamescom. So, Ooh. there's generally, I think, well, this year there was like a six-week break between E3 and Gamescom, Um it's a bit close, I think, because half the devs at E3 were like, uh, we'll show you this teaser trailer and there's more to come at Gamescom. <laughs> um, so it's like they have to space out the information yeah. that they're giving people. I don't know. It might work uh, from a marketing perspective. It might not. Um, I haven't been following it too closely because I'm out of data and can't watch any videos. Um, <laughs> uh, so I didn't pain. think that there was that... Yeah, I didn't think there was that much going on, but looking into it, there's been a fair few announcements. Um, Microsoft was spouting uh, the biggest gaming lineup in history, but I think they have said that before. Um, <laughs> they actually did show quite a lot, uh, a lot more than I realised. Some things I didn't care about. Um, quantum uh, break looks like it's still a thing. Um, they showed off some more gameplay. What,
2: what's that? Quantum um, Break? I don't know what that is.
1: Quantum Break, uh, it's the, like, time-stopping third-person oh, shooter, I guess. I think it was supposed to have a mo- uh, TV series tie-in. I'm not sure what happened to that. I'm
2: fairly sure I saw that on the PSN. Is that an exclusive?
1: It's an exclusive oh, to
2: Xbox, yeah. Maybe I didn't then. Um. <laughs> yeah, maybe you what's didn't. What's it called?
1: Quantum? Um, Quantum Break. It's expected to be released... Uh, In April 2016, uh, I think it's been pushed back. I think that was supposed to be this year. Mm. Uh, Halo Wars 2 got announced, which I'm not too excited about. because What's
2: Halo Wars? Is that something different? Halo
1: Wars was their venture into RTS. Ah. And I've never thought that RTS ports well to a console.
2: No. Um, it,
1: It controlled better than any other rts on the console but it's still
2: Mm.
1: not quite right yeah for me it's just such Um, a pc
2: thing like it's just i have to have that like intense control of like the keyboard and the mouse and being close to the screen i (laughs) don't quite know why they do that Mm. but anyway
1: um it's
2: like playing the sims on console worst thing ever there's just no control i just feel like i'm i'm floundering it's like that's (laughs)
1: that's amazing you've
2: never had that experience
1: uh, I have played The Sims on console, but I didn't feel like I was philandering. <laughs> I think that's just must just be to you. me then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Crackdown Three—they've toted a one hundred percent destructible environment. Sorry, what? Crackdown. So that's their. Um, but what do they mean
2: one hundred percent?
1: As in as in 100% but like, does I'm going that to assume include, that that's like does
2: that include the ground Like.
1: <laughs> no so the picture I'm looking at at the moment is I was just thinking that an overpass I don't think you'd be able to destroy the road Yeah. but I'm guessing it'll be all buildings barriers hot dog huts sort of <laughs> stuff um, that's going to be really good I did enjoy the other two crackdown games they're pretty good co-op games they're pretty good solo experience um,
2: so what are they about
1: there, I think you're a, you're either a clone or like a cyborg cop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's usually about taking down the gangs, but um, all your abilities are leveled up by collecting these orbs, mm-hmm. and so they're usually placed quite well around the city. It, it's a bit grindy trying to pick them all up, mm. um, but it's done in a, a
2: like a fun sort way.
1: Yeah, more exciting way than mm. say collecting feathers in Assassin's Creed which is just a pain <laughs> in the face um, they showed off some more scale bounds so that's their Platinum Games exclusive mm-hmm. um, from that I think we've learnt that it's got some co-op in it now um, it's an open world which I was hoping it would be but nothing was confirmed but mm-hmm. um, Apparently the video has shown off uh, the dragon attacking alongside uh, Drew, who's the main character, which I'm guessing is who you control. Um, so that looks pretty cool. Um, there was more Halo Guardian stuff, but no one... Well, I'm sure people care about Basically, Basically, the, the gist is they're tailoring it towards esports. There's new game modes specifically for esports and spectator modes and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, saw the, I
2: saw that announcement about the big competition or whatever that they're doing for Halo, and yep. I just f- thought that looked like such a desperate move.
1: They're trying to break into that market mm, for some reason. It was like I'm not sure.
2: literally just throwing money at it. Like literally that was all they were doing. So.
1: Well, you have to have a prize for a competition. I guess, um, but
2: nah, just make your game better instead of doing that.
1: All right. <laughs> um, there's been some indie announcements... Uh, there's a creepy game called We Happy Few. Um, city Skylines is coming, another one which I'm not quite sure will port well. Um, I think Dave played a lot of that, and he said it was quite good for a city builder. Mm. Um, especially for a more independently developed one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there's a Ron Gilbert point and click. I'm not sure who oh, Ron Gilbert is. Oh, the one that... Called um, Thimbleweed yeah, Park. Yeah,
2: the Kickstarter one.
1: Sure we'll go with that.
2: It is that one. <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> the one that's like a is it an amusement park? That you're a creepy amusement park? Something like that.
1: Probably. Let's go with that. <laughs> um Homefront Revolution. Got some brief gameplay demo, but after the first one I don't I think it's hard for them to get an audience. So let's not talk about Microsoft anymore, they've had their turn. Uh, Final Fantasy, there's Articles on things we've learned. Basically, it's more story stuff, which I don't understand because I've never played one before.
2: You've never Um, played one? I've played a,
1: a demo of one, but no, I haven't played one before.
2: How have you avoided it? Like, it's just so...
1: Cause it's turn based.
2: <laughs> I know, but game. when you were like six, didn't you like when there were no other games in you your lame cousin's house or something? Didn't you have to, you know? I, oh, I just can't imagine how you have never <laughs> played
1: one. I think we grew up we grew up differently. <laughs> um, your cousins didn't like
2: video games.
1: <laughs> no.
2: Unfortunate. No.
1: Um, StarCraft Two has got a co-op mode in it. It seems like that's a semi-theme let's just throw a co-op in there yeah. it sounds like it's similar to uh warhammer dawn of war 2 mm-hmm. uh through a co-op commando mode in so you control a hero and that one was just like a horde mode
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i'm assuming this one will be maybe the same um mirror's edge apparently everybody's banging on about that but i can't <laughs> see why
2: okay so well, tell me why you don't like mirror's edge did you play the original just, or
1: I played a demo it just didn't seem that exciting and I mean they haven't really said too much about Catalyst it's going to be an open world
2: it's going to be a prequel so, right
1: that's good um, But apart from that like the articles I've read they haven't really said that they've changed
2: it much why would they change it do you mean in terms of like the no. core mechanic, or and they have changed it. They've taken the guns out, haven't they? You can't. So in the original, when you were fighting people, you could either take them out via your like sick ass taekwondo shit, or you could disarm them and take their gun and then um, use their gun to until it ran out. I think they've taken that out, and it's just um, just the parkour and the martial arts or whatever you want to call it now which is yeah so that sort of stuff looks alright.
1: and the more momentum you have the more like the higher chance of taking them out straight away is yeah which is cool and makes sense but i don't know just just not my type of game Mm. um here's an interesting one need for speed blends live action with gameplay so it's like we're going back to the 90s 80s 90s (laughs) where they had those yeah i'm i'm not sure how that will work um
2: so what do you do in the live-action bit? Is it like GTA? Or
1: I don't think the live-action bit will be you. Uh, um, that's a fairly safe assumption. I'm going to say that the cutscenes might be live-action. Um, um, but I think it would just be weird going between the two.
2: Yeah, it's... I, I yeah. honestly don't
1: think that it, you can do that well. But... I, we'll wait to be I guess
2: if you're really into cars and the simulated version of a car just isn't enough seeing the real cars that could be cool I guess but it's so close in the animation now I feel like you, mm. if it's for the cars then what would be the point
1: one of the um exciting pre-announcements and then finding out a bit more info during games, gone. Mafia 3 uh looks like they're taking the series in a, a little bit of a different direction um It's now about taking down the Italian mob. So you play as an African-American who's... uh, During the period of the Vietnam War, so I think it set in the late 60s, Um, so he's gone to war and come back, joined a gang um, who then got taken out, and I think it's about building up... Well, from what I'm reading, it's about building up your family again and then taking out the Italian mafia. That does Um, sound cool strong overtones of I guess what uh, America was like then and the racism and all that sort of stuff mm. so interesting time period to jump into um, looks like we're going to get something different than a middle aged white guy as a protagonist so that's good a uh, bit of diversity is always good but
2: I think this, um, the setting choice is really interesting because that's like such a um, con- New
1: Orleans yeah
2: yeah, and, and the Vietnam war sort of context that's a very like it's very popular in movies to portray that like um American movies but um haven't really seen much of it in games so that'll be interesting
1: Yeah it hasn't been a huge thing um so it'll be interesting how they approach it mm. um I guess when you're approaching touchy subjects it's they'll either go at it hard line and just deal with the consequences, or they'll, you know, tiptoe around. I don't, I don't think they'll tiptoe around it. No,
2: but, I think it'll go. Um, yeah, they'll just deal, look, deal with it. I loved
1: the first Mafia game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mafia Two just felt empty, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember it that much. I remember the open world being very disappointing, and you just basically moving from mission to mission. Mm. Whereas Mafia One was a living world. You. You could get the cops after you for running a red light. And, you know, vehicles had fuel, which is ridiculous level of immersion, yeah. especially for when it came out. Mm.
2: Um, how old? How long ago was that? It would have been.
1: Uh, I was still in school. That was like...
2: Ages ago. ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, and the concept of building a crew up from mm. a small crew is good. I don't like joining an establishment and being a made man has been done yeah. so many times. Um, I I guess that's sort of what I enjoyed about the first one or two Saints Rose as well. Mm. Starting from the bottom and working your way up.
2: It's yeah a um, lot more satisfying because when, then when you achieve things towards the end of the game, you know it feels you can own it more. I suppose.
1: Yeah, there's been um, heaps of Destiny announcements as well, but nothing surprising you can get a booster for the taken king so if this is your first venture to destiny you can uh skip the first x amount of levels i'm sure they'll be selling the boosters as well because it's everything's a cash grab these days why would you want to um, skip
2: levels isn't the whole point of a game like that to grind
1: it's to take the grind away from new coming players oh okay but um okay yeah you you, you are partially correct um, they're raising the level cap, which isn't a surprise, but they're also doing away with the light level. So the way Destiny works is once you reach level 20, which is all shooting things and getting XP, um, you gain levels
2: through loot, uh, right?
1: by, yeah, it's all through equipment. So each bit of equipment will have a light rating attached to it as well, and then that boosts your level up. So they're doing away with that, which is interesting yeah so what is it just
2: back to xp again or
1: yep back to grinding xp so
2: Hmm.
1: i have read something about your legendary weapons won't be upgradable or something
2: that's so strange for them to do such a like innovative thing and then be like oh well we'll just take that away like you know do Uh, they think people uh, won't notice (laughs) or (laughs) like
1: whatever they're doing i'm a cynical person so i believe whatever they're doing they're doing it for money
2: yeah
1: like they're just milking it anyway Dark Souls 3 got some gameplay. Um, mixed feelings about that. So how can they possibly
2: um, be working on Dark Souls 3 when Bloodborne's only just come out? Because that's the same dude, right?
1: It's the same studio.
2: Oh, okay, but it's not the same lead then. Because I thought it was the same. I guess I guess they're a pretty big studio. I'm just surprised because they're...
1: They will you know. be... They're bigger now. Mm. So they had um, Demon's Souls, which was the PS exclusive. Mm. And the whole reason they... Well... I believe the whole reason they made the Dark Souls series is because it can be Mm. multi-plat. So it would make sense for them to have a team working on this to sell to a wider audience. Mm. Um, There's small improvements. Um, People have said it feels a little bit faster. Um, There's a new attack style Mm -hmm. called Battle Arts, so every different weapon type will have its own... Extra special attack, like they already swung differently. But anyway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's sort of you'll be able to tell when you get your hands on it. Mm. Um, but some people were saying they've they've played the preview version on a PC and it it was locked down to thirty frames a second, ten eighty p, which they weren't very happy with. Mm. So it's it's still early days. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they'll improve that. Um, Wall Sims expansions, not exciting. Battlefront's got dogfighting. Um, who knows if that's a reaction to people complaining about no space battles and this is their <laughs> substitute or if they were planning it already. Uh, you just can't tell with EA. Um, yeah. and the most exciting thing, which hasn't been mentioned too much, well, not too much that I can find. Ah, uh, there was a uh, a new Mount and Blade two trailer released.
2: Yeah, um, I just showing
1: off some of the new features. Just so.
2: um, just saw that earlier today, and I was like, that should be massive. Mountain Blade has a massive sort of, you know, it wasn't very mainstream successful, but it's got a pretty big cult following. I'd say.
1: Yeah, and that's probably the reason it stayed, because it's only a cult following. But mm. it's a that's my favorite indie title by far. I've spent a lot of hours in it, mm. and I'm very much looking forward to the second one. Um, they showed off some placeable siege equipment, which will be good because sieges before was sort of auto-generated and could be sketchy at best. Mm. Um,
2: so, is it does it look um, very similar to the original but improved upon, or are they doing away with? Because
1: I, like I said, I haven't seen the video because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the stills I'm seeing of in combat, it looks quite beautiful.
2: Because mm. like, um, even the old games got a lot of support recently with the um they did like a remastering yeah. or something like that didn't they well that's the
1: thing the mod community with these games yeah. are massive so once it gets out there it's only going to get improved upon mm. tenfold um cool. i'm gonna guess that they'll still have the over map system mm. um it's it's always in an... i found the whole game to be an in- interesting blend of overworld and then into the fight mm. um, hopefully the strategy works a little bit better because they were sort of pushing that as a thing but I never really figured out why Yeah, it was sort of tell your men to stay or tell them to follow you and that's about mm. it um, so hopefully there's some improved mechanics of that but time will tell I think it's the Um, kind of game
2: where you could get so, so complicated with all of... There's just so many possible things you could do to improve the strategy that I'd say the danger is in choosing the right mechanics to include because you're kind of blending two genres of game, like you said, with the jumping in the action and all the overworld management. Yeah, there's just so much potential there.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, But that's about it for... uh, There's more stuff coming out daily. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm sure we'll see a lot more trailers and announcements over the next, what, three days or so of Gamescom? Or...
1: Yeah. Um, apparently the Dark Zone for um, The Division is now playable.
2: Oh, wow, that's cool.
1: Um, which will be pretty cool. Hopefully it'll come to PAX and we'll be able to get some hands-on. Oh, yeah. Um, that's,
2: that's that's something well. I didn't think about. All this stuff we're hearing about might be at PAX. Exciting. Maybe.
1: Um, but with PAX and the EB Expo both being in the same month, it'll be... I don't know if EB will be, like, paying for more hands-on stuff or, mm. or if that's just naturally where it is. I think traditionally in the past, EB has had more hands-on, but yeah. that's about all it's had. Yes, it's um, very
2: much about... It seems... I've never been to EB Expo, but it seems like it's all about playable demos, community stuff, and um, being kid-friendly as well. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you so, been? or?
1: I haven't. Um, because it's not in Victoria and if it's <laughs> not in Victoria, it doesn't exist
2: See, even when I lived um, in New South Wales, EB Expo I just heard such terrible things about it I don't know, I guess um, I don't know, I guess it just wasn't as exciting as people hoped or something Or Yeah,
1: mm. one year one year I'll go yeah. um, But it's not high on my to-do list No, um, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room as well
2: Um, which one? (laughs) Oh, you don't know.
1: So, there's been an absolutely amazing free game for PS Plus members uh, since the start of this month. Or was it last month? It was last month. It was last month. So, you've missed it. Bad luck. Um, It's called Rocket League. It's a basic principle of little, I'm going to call them RC cars. Yeah. Uh, playing soccer but it's executed so well it mm. controls you feel like a spastic playing it but you'll eventually <laughs> you'll eventually mostly get the hang of it um and it's just a whole lot of fun yeah no it um,
2: sounds so stupid but it is so ridiculously fun it's just like one of those games that just sucks you in and you're right because you don't have that much control over the vehicle because once you get if you get hit by like a boost or something or the ball you just kind of go flying for a little while can't really do anything about it but oh you can't wait to get back in there
1: but it seems like everybody loves it except for dave oh freaking
2: dave i he was the (laughs) one who told me to try playing it and i was like okay i'm gonna try and um I only got a PlayStation 4 this year, so I have like no PSN friends or anything. I never used to play online because I, I no friends. grew up in the country. There was no good internet. So I finally have a PlayStation 4. I have the possibility to play online. I downloaded Rocket League, started playing it. I was like, hey, Dave, add me on the PlayStation Network. And he was like, I don't want to play Rocket League. It sucks. And I was like, how, man? How? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah, I found this thing in Rocket League. You've probably noticed this too. If you get positioned in the like middle starting position, like center, and um, you just turbo down and then jump at the ball, if you're playing against AI or even people sometimes, you can just get the ball straight in there. It's you, kind can. Of, yeah. you can. You <laughs> can
1: score a goal straight away. Yeah. And if you get a good enough hit from the sides, you can bounce it off the wall and get a goal as yeah. well. Although that's
2: harder. But it's so satisfying. It's, <laughs> it's
1: a lot of fun. It's kind of like under-11s soccer in the sense that Everyone seems to be on the ball all the time. Yes. <laughs> so once you once you take a step back and sort of let at least one person hang back a bit, it becomes a bit more challenging. Mm. Um, as you'll think you'll, you've got a goal, but all of a sudden there'll just be someone come out of the goal square from the other team and knock it out. Mm. And it, it's quite good. I'd give it a, give it a try. I, Even though it's not free anymore, just go buy it.
2: I also really liked how... So if you keep driving fast enough, there's no damage. Your car doesn't take damage in the game. If you just keep driving and boost in all the levels, you can like go up the wall and then be driving on the roof.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You your car sticks enough. to the wall. Mm. It doesn't stick upside down, but you can also kick it from there. And if you angle your car and time your boost properly, you can fly for a little bit. And there's it's just ridiculous. some quite advanced it's... stuff that you can learn, but stick to the basics. Uh, it's difficult enough to master them. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, jump onto Facebook and ask Dave why he doesn't like it, because we don't know. Attack him. <laughs> Attack him. Get him. Attack him personally. Yeah,
2: you know what I did is that probably he's not very good at it. That's probably why he doesn't like. That's it. probably why he doesn't like any <laughs> games. Um, just also know.
1: quickly, we um, went to an escape room a couple of weeks ago. Oh, There's yeah. an article on the website about it. Uh, we all had quite a good time. I, I thought it was really good. Mm, the puzzles were too. varied. Um, and it was yeah, it was long enough. I thought 45 minutes would be way too long, but.
2: It was good. It was yeah. perfect. It was like, it, yeah. It
1: was good. So head to the website to check that out. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash another dungeon. Tweet us at another dungeon. Um, you can follow our Twitch, which is a little bit dead at the moment, but we'll be kicking up at twitch.com. No, tv slash another dungeon. Um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Do all that good stuff. Woo. Um head to the forums what's the forum address go to the website and then click on forums cause I can't remember the <laughs> forum address
2: <laughs> nobody remembers urls these days anyway it's, it's all good It's <laughs> the url exactly
1: just go to facebook and everything is available through there <laughs> awesome uh, and coming up soon should be the conclusion
2: yes the epic conclusion
1: the epic unsatisfying <laughs> conclusion of Fragged Empire
2: fragged empire classic
1: does isadora survive <laughs> you'll have to listen to find out Tom,
2: Tom, Tom. Ah,
1: yeah <laughs> thanks for joining us um <laughs> tune in again in a fortnight's time apologies about the infrequent podcasting we've been a bit hard pressed to find people but uh we will soldier on Woo. thanks for listening everyone thank
2: you
0: Your scent berries tall lilac sweet to dream. i been.